Hey, everybody. It's LibUX, the podcast about design and user experience for libraries in the higher ed web. Um, it's me. I'm here with uh, Gene Felizme, who I've known for kind of a long time. We are both um, WordCamp Miami organizers. Um, we do like the WordPress meetups here. Um, and I've invited him onto the podcast because he has, within the last couple of months, joined the higher ed web ranks as a developer and we're just gonna pick his brain for a little bit so uh so hey gene what's up <laughs> hey michael <laughs> you wanna, i'm um, glad to be on here now yeah man um welcome to an extremely niche podcast that gets downloaded a strange amount of times you would be surprised the audience <laughs> for library user experience design <laughs> right Yes, I'm, I'm learning about like the whole industry of the library <laughs> through you. I'm like, wow, this is a amazing niche right here. <laughs> well, there's that, and there's like you know higher ed web, like that whole thing is like an industry. Um, and you know now there's this uh, conference coming up, I think um, pretty soon in uh, Sarasota, right? Like this uh, WP campus. Right, right. I'm I'm kind of excited about it, um, only because. I don't know exactly if I'm going or not. I'm hoping to go or at least catch the video stream if they have one. Yeah. So, so for those who are like listening, so WP Campus is a new um, conference. It's kind of like a WordCamp, but uh, not. Uh, it's um, the, the idea that it's uh, WordPress use and development specifically in higher ed, you know, WP Campus. And yeah, it's, it's, you know, following the same thing. It's pretty cheap. It's, you know, I, I think it's nonprofit. I, I know they had like um, some um, kind of like hurdles kind of getting settled up. They were going to be like part of, they were, they were looking at being maybe like a partner with um, Higher Ed Web. I don't want to misrepresent them because I kind of forget. I was in the planning channel for a while and then I backed off. Um, but it looks cool. And it's, I think it's just a testament to just like, um, not just like the, like how big of a higher ed community there is because there's already conferences to that, but specifically well, how WordPress. Big the, yeah, exactly. WordPress in higher ed, which is uh, it's, it's pretty much a big group. I've been on there a couple of times, asked a few questions, got a uh, couple of great answers, and um, it's been uh, quite helpful with my uh, transition into this uh, industry. So let's so. like talk about that. Okay, so you. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What's your, what's your elevator pitch? Uh, introduce yourself. You, you just, and, and, you, and you just got a new higher ed job, which is cool. Right. Um, so I, I'm Gene Felice. as uh, Michael <laughs> well stated there. What I, what I have been doing, I've been a freelance web WordPress web developer or freelance developer, not just even WordPress, but WordPress was my main stake. I worked for a lot of marketing agencies, um, different interactive companies, and um, went pretty much from project to project. And I've been doing it for well over eight years straight. And um, there's been a lot of ups and downs, uh, a lot of great times. And uh, I've gotten to the point last summer, it's been like such a big downer that um, with my wife and kids, I had to actually start looking into getting a full-time role somewhere. And I ran across um, a position at a FIU for the School of uh, Computing Info Science. I think I said that right. I, I keep getting right. It's uh, SCIS at FIU. Um, 
it's pretty cool, but it's it's a transition because I'm kind of getting into the. It's six weeks now. I'm I'm actually counting down, like counting, like counting the days and times I'm being being there because I'm still going through a change of, of pace here. So, I remember like when you and I first met um, at one of the WordPress meetups. Like we were all like you know you, like often you know like we'll hang out outside after the meetups go from like six thirty to nine thirty or thereabouts and we'll all like hang out outside the building when we're kicked out um, and chat for a little bit and like we were talking about freelance and this was like two or three years ago maybe and I just remember saying I think I was up front I was like yo I am scared to go freelance you know because <laughs> everything was different three years ago right it seems like right. a long time I kind of observe from being kind of like within the system, you know, that universities and other organizations, even like the the smallest nonprofits are seeing the value of kind of building out their own in-house teams. And to some degree, that's going to impact the freelance market, especially when there's just so many new freelancers coming. And that's what and you see at the that, WordPress meetups, just tons of <laughs> new freelancers. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, you know, there's tons of new freelancers coming in and a lot of these companies and you know, the medium-sized companies, they're like, hey, you know, let's not pay for this guy or agency anymore. Let's hire someone within and keep them on. I've been offered even to work for some small accounting firms or uh, law firms. I wouldn't even say they're small, like medium-sized firms. And I turn them down like, no, I'm a, I'm a freelancer. This is what I do. Go from project to project. I even trained. I remember sitting there training someone. They paid me to come in. The freelance trained someone on how to develop and maintain this, uh, the WordPress site. And looking back now, I'm like, man, I should have just <laughs> took the job and stuck there. Because it was a good, pretty good pay. But I was like, oh, no, I'm going to stick at this. I've been doing this for so long. But it's, it's kind of where the industry is kind of going. Like, there's tons of new people coming out at the same time. There's tons of agencies and, and firms and companies are just like, hey, let's just keep someone in-house and the manage and handle this for us. It's It, it kind of makes sense, but it, you know, it sucks at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really does. There's, there's some like advantage to just kind of like outsourcing the project, right? You know, you get a team and or you, you hire a team or you th- I guess what's a what's a regular process? You know, it's been that long because you know we've gone in house, right? That we haven't had to do it. It's um, what you send out like a request for proposals, and those things you know suck to answer. But you know, when you're the uh, employer, uh, you know the contractor, you get to you know sort of like the pick of the litter, the pick of the people who are going to respond to them, and then you just put the put together the right team. They do something and then they leave. You know, and that's, right. there's some benefit to that totally. And um, it's like funny is like especially down where we are, like in um, Miami Fort Lauderdale area, there is like such a high confluence of startups and like web people and some are like freelancers and some are in-house devs and you see like this difference between you know like kind of like the (laughs) the enterprise in-house or you know that's kind of what we are like we're like more of like a higher ed more formal formally bureaucratic exactly there is a big difference between being a freelancer and hopping around compared to someone who's you know, they have a, a, a nine to five, basically, you know, they're, 
at this point, I'm a little less stressed because I'm no longer just, well, even today I had to talk to a client, but right before this, but even though it's it's less stress, I don't have to deal with the militia of uh, trying to convince a new uh, a new company or a new client on why to use a certain platform or why to work with me. Now it's gotten to the point now I'm, I have to make decisions based on what's best for this school or university. That part is pretty nice because I know I'm going to be here as long as I do uh, a, a good job of what I'm doing and make the right the right choices. But uh, it's, it's a little different coming from a f- uh, freelance. It's people, pretty much people tell you what they want. Why would they go with you? And you have to convince them why, because the, you know they're probably getting bids that's even lower than you or even at a cheaper price, like mostly lower than you, especially down <laughs> down here. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, you kind of been convincing them like, hey, yeah, you get someone for cheaper, but will they do as good as a job? Will they be around? Will they be able to help? You know, will they be able to fix things? There's a lot of other things they have to take in, which, you know, most times it helps me win the biz, but other times it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. We're just going to pay this guy, build it out. This is a one-time platform. But even WordPress itself, it now, a lot of these companies are noticing that, yeah, it's a great platform, easy to use, but now there's a maintenance thing to, to deal with. You know, you have to make sure it's secure, it's updated. What I'm doing now, it's it's the position is actually more more of a webmaster. So I'm, I will be creating content to a point and have to publish content. So there's tons of positions the same way in these other industries. And these people are realizing that. So it kind of, it's, it's going hand to hand at this point. So you're six weeks in. What, like, what, what are you doing? What's your day to day now? Six weeks in, it was more like understanding where is everything at? Who are the key people, stakeholders, Power Isn't that so up. important, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's, I, you know, you joke, but it's really bureaucratic. <laughs> yeah, it is like, you know, freelance, usually the people you're dealing with, I go to someone's office, the key person or the key people are in the room. The decision makers are in the room. I come here, I actually had to pick up the phone, send out an email, it, overhear conversations like, oh, this person is the person behind this project who's behind, who's also part of this project and their sites are like completely need to be revamped. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to reach out to this person. And then you go reach out to them and you don't know what's going to happen because their personality is completely different from the last person I spoke to. So my six weeks was more like meet and greet and then at the same time kind of understanding how the, the file structure there, um, the position I'm, I'm coming into, there was no one before me. That's like the biggest thing because it's a, uh, it's computer, it's com- computer science and information technology school. So most of those changes from the sites came from students. And now they decided let's actually get someone full time to manage this for us. So that way when students come and go, we're not stuck, you know, having to, you know, get another student to either redo it or f- trying to figure out how to fix what was broken or needs to be fixed at this point. I'm coming into this in a different situation than most people would, but it's kind of exciting to know that 
I will be creating a platform that will probably take them into the next turn for them. So you have a whole bunch of students like creating like applications and sites and content at the departmental or even the individual level, and they all get like live server time. So we we use virtual servers for for student oh, sure. access. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for them, um, the the school really, which is I believe is an awesome thing, really let their their students work on projects and and do research in pretty much in a real world environment. So yeah, they they have servers. Um there's been hacks. When I got when I got there it was like a major security risk that broke out. Um <laughs> and it, it came from in the, the university, you know, outside of the school itself, the university itself, you know, had to come down and like, hey, shut this down. You know, there's stuff like that will happen because of, you know, the way the environment is set up. We want to let the students experiment. What kind of relationship do you, does you and your team have with, like, overall campus IT? Okay, one, I'm, I'm a team of one. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, I'm a team of one. I, I have been given the ability to hire, but I have to do, I still have some information architecture to deal with oh wait okay so yeah let's backtrack so like what does your (laughs) team of one department look like i'm a team of one rolled in rolled in under the it department of the school okay so my supervisor is a director is is the director of it for the the entire the entire school itself not fiu but the school of computer info science okay so that i have access to um, our system admin, our network administrator, or we have um, we have two. Well, when I started, we had two awesome student assistants. Now we only have one awesome one because one of them graduated like within that first week I started, which was sad because he was supposed to work directly with me on this. I still have a one one other, but. He's working on so many other projects at the same time. He's only been able to assist me from time to time. That's about it. Most of my conversations, I'm dealing with the director or the system administration or the network administrator. And um, from time to time, I'll go when I could get the student system to come in and help. My, my weakest thing is the command line. I'm, it's my oh, weak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's the command line, and they are strictly GUI free. So I'm in there in a new environment, having to go into a database using command line. Like, no, this is not going to work for me. Let me break out SQL Pro and <laughs> <let's> figure out. <laughs> let me figure out how to get the databases to show up on here and deal with it that way. Um, I understand where they're coming from because they're, they're really hardcore and command lines where they, they're, they're was what they do, but they also open, they're very open and, and friendly to anything open source. So like oh, that's the, cool. the school itself is, I think the only school on campus throughout the whole school that still uses Moodle and they use like the latest version of Moodle and everything. And it's quite awesome what they do with it. Yeah. yeah. Moodle is kind of cool because I, um, 
I've taught a couple courses on Moodle and it's courseware, right? It's open source courseware and it's pluggable and, you know, it's written on what I think it's PHP and MySQL. I think, you know, it's, um, it's really pretty familiar to like a WordPress developer and like I could totally see tricking that out. And there's like a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of other uh, proprietary courseware that is walled garden. You, you know, you can't integrate it with your other applications or, you know, it's, it has to be a very specific way. Um, and that can create like a ton of overhead. You know, the, the, the one thing about open source is that you have to open source is free as in kittens, right? You, um, you get to use it, you free as in freedoms, but I mean, you have to like, you know, take care of it and watch it. And, you know, you're kind of running on your own and you need a certain amount of technical, knowledge and skill just to um you know get it running and it's so weird that like so many like from my experience like so many campus it departments lack that and it's funny it's funny saying that this school doesn't that's where it doesn't like lack at they they have the people and they've been doing it for quite some time and it's that's i would say the best thing coming into this is that i'm not I'm far from the smartest person in that building. <laughs> when I need help, I just ask. And it's a lot easier for me to ask than even Google sometimes because I don't cut myself in some trouble messing around command line. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Let me not do this anymore and just go straight up ask someone. Remove directory. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like RM dash R. Like, yeah, there you go. It's like, oh, no, I did the wrong thing. Are you playing with any um, web technology that you haven't before? I'm getting more into Angular. And oh, nice. Because of, uh, of course, because of you and a few other people. Um, they even said, like, if they had a chance to start over, um, especially dealing with a WordPress site, they would start with Angular. Dude, I mean, you, you put my name out there with the Angular people, but, like, now all the React people are going to get really, like, angry. <laughs> They're going to be like, well, oh, that, that. Oh. It's funny because there's a, there's a, a stu- like, a lot of students, they know who I am. They're starting to know who I am and what I'm doing. Oh, cool. And they're asking me questions and, and things like that. And I told one of them, like, yeah, I'm going to do this with Angular. It's like, won't you just do the React? Like, we can just do React. I can get, like, three of my friends. We can come and do this right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know React that, that well, you know, they really, you know, trust you guys to do that, but I'll consider it. And now they're like, you know, are you still doing the Angular thing? I'm like, yeah. So it's like, get past this other, this other mess, and then I can go start doing Angular. It's like, just let me know. We're ready. <laughs> you, you can just remind them. It's like, you know, okay, Padawans, like the, the key is knowing which tool is appropriate for the job, not just the latest tool. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, these are also... Like right now, they're all big into like Node and Express JS and stuff like oh, that. Sure. Yeah. So, and then like one of them messed around and told them like, you know, there is a WordPress Express, and they they found a GitHub and they already installed it. They got it running. Like, yeah, hey, we can just build the school stuff on this instead. It's still <laughs> WordPress. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, That's like, cool. So you guys have like a really like tight relationship with the students. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's pretty pretty tight relationship. A lot of the students, 
like you can tell the difference between the type of students they have there. There, a lot of students are involved. You know, they want to be involved. You know, because of uh, all the activities and stuff they have on campus, and um, the school itself tries their best to make sure there's a lot of activities and events and other um, things going on to help the students. Like they had like a Uber ride along like that. The um, some executives from Uber ride around in cars with the students to look at the resume, give them information, give them details. Like they have like administrators from different companies come out and speak to it. It's like, I had that in college, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same here. That's awesome. And, you know, it it makes such a big um, difference that, you know, if if the the college, like, presents them with, you know, real entrepreneurs or, or like, the real world. Because I remember, like, you know, I got taught Flash, you know, long after like Flash, you know, we, you know, we knew Flash was going down and it's one of like the major like criticisms that, you know, you had about web education, like a, a college level web education, you know, the, the, the running joke is, yeah, it's like, you know, you come out with like a degree in like web development or whatever and you're not going to be able to get the job because like the high school dropout has, it's just so much better than <laughs> it's you. It's so much better. Right. And it's funny because I, I am, oh, I'm not the high school dropout, but I am the guy who has a, I don't have a degree in computer science or anything, but I'm doing web development. I've been doing it for a while now for over 10 years. And people are like, Oh, you know, computer school, did you computer science go to school? I'm like, I didn't go to computer science school. Like I went into like architecture and construction management like I'm, <laughs> I'm in here because I've been I've been I've been learning this stuff and been doing it for so long and had come up with so much so many experiences and have a better understanding. That's the reason why I'm kind of doing it now. So, and I I, I love it at this point. And I'd rather not do go into construction, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna build this with Angular. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What I notice is that um, I hate to say it, like like the guys who are now up and coming, or the ones who are coming like out of like a solid web curriculum, are going to be so much better. You know, like there's something to be said for like the classical training, um, getting your classes and your MVP and or sorry MVC and and all of that down pat from the beginning and having your the theory that is very like core to computer science that when you you know when you teach yourself guitar by reading tabs not quite to the technical level or technical potential that you could be and so i see a lot of these people who are just really interesting they're coming at it from like a completely different angle where like i barely consider myself a professional i'm just a fan and (laughs) i'll figure it out (laughs) Yeah, you know, I, I think regardless, because like even even at FIU, I looked into their web development. Like, I think they only had like one or two classes really into web development, and it touched based on a few technology like PHP and a few things here, but it, it is still like far behind. And I'm hoping, you know, when they're starting to revise their curriculum, at least on the web development portion, they start moving towards a trend of updating their technologies and not just having it. it it's hard because 
I learned about Angular, what, two and a half years ago or heard, heard about it. Now React is out and yeah. don't know what's going to happen in the next few months. You know, October's around the corner. So something new is going to break out and that's going to be the new shiny toy to use. It's going to make everything process faster. And, you know, you don't you go faster than, well, Angular and React pretty much goes as fast as a blink of an eye. But... <laughs> You know, even faster than that, like ten times faster. Curricula takes so takes such a long time to get set because there's like an approval process. And right. have you uh, considered that, like, now that you're, um, you know, kind of like in a position there, that you might be able to teach a few like web courses there? I I am considering it because the the network admin and my director are both still they both still teach classes there. Oh, cool. <laughs> And um, there, there are a few of the administrators who are also professors who might teach a class here and there. And um, at this point, I would hold off and just focus on one thing. What oh, I'm sorry. trying to do <laughs> is uh, bring back of a, the outside community back into the school. Um, start off with like a WordPress meetup, hey. uh, PHP meetup, front-end meetup. They can they can drive to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, but this is the one from <laughs> from Miami. <laughs> For the other people who don't want to drive way 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 down uh way up to Davie. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I, I I'd rather go to Davie. I live closer there, but you know, I work here and I'm like, hey, I can go straight from work to WordPress meetup. It's kinda nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I do. That's <laughs> exactly what you do. <laughs> no, like that's um that's such an important thing too is like having like the outside community and you know to be honest like down where like FIU is you have a lot there if people are you know willing to drive in which I think there are because you guys have like code from Miami and WordPress Miami and you could probably get like refresh Miami you know you, you, there's there's a lot of a lot of goodwill in the community to you know help out students and you know mentor um and there's no reason it can't be on campus as like maybe not part of the curriculum, but like part of the experience of, you know, going to school there. It, it'll be, it'll be definitely helpful, you know, for, for school and for the community at hand. And um, one of the biggest thing for the school itself is actually outreach. Uh, they actually do have a, like this summer, they have a few summer camps teaching code going, uh, I've got one off the top of my head, but like going from like C to Java or Java to C, and it's like they have a few different courses and classes that are free, you know, pretty much open to not just the students but to the community at large, and it just allows people to come in and learn a few things, a lot, you know, a couple of cold camps and stuff like that. Information like that doesn't really get get around because one, there is a few other groups that are still doing stuff, but the school itself, they want someone like me to help bridge that gap between the outside community and the school in the, in the tech field. You know? well, that's awesome, man. Well, on that note, we are at time. Is there any parting thoughts or how can people get in touch with you? The biggest parting thought is anyone that's like going this direction, um, kind of embrace it. That's I've been doing it for six weeks now, so or going on to my sixth week. And I just embrace it, and I learn to act, reach out and ask for help from the people around me. Outside of that, I can be reached on Twitter, mostly jphillyweb, which is uh, J-F-E-L-I-W-E-B. And um, 
Yeah, I can find me on Twitter. That's the best place to find me. I'm, yeah, man. I'm in- well, welcome to the higher ed web, dude. It's a huge community, and like everyone's, I hopefully pretty cool. I think there's probably a little bit, a few more like elitist uh, assholes you'll run into because you know. Oh, well, you know. I haven't run into any of them yet. No, so. you just you just wait. You know, like uh, when we do like a, like a six year follow up or whatever, you'll be like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to just quit my job and go freelance. <laughs> It's just kind of funny because um, we actually know another uh, organizer who's who's like, why are you coming from freelance to higher ed? Like you're in you're in the place where I want to go. He's like, I'm leaving here and you're coming here. And it makes sense. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> you, know, you just don't know what it what it is when you have on the other side of the fence, do you? <laughs> drink the I, just, I totally drank the water on campus. Like I like I'm not going back, man. <laughs> it's like it's, it's great. Like there's all, there's a, there's a difference between like supplementary like freelance, you know, and right. like scratching for a living in like the gutters of like South Florida. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I I do manage the money quite well, so it helped for that drought I had in in the summer. And things started to pick up a little bit, but not as much. And I just, you know, I, I noticed this was a change. And usually when there's a change, you got to pivot. And so that too, I kind of want to start creating my own projects and maybe a premium plugin. Yeah, dude. No, that's the, that's the one thing. Like, um, like you know, what's what I think is cool, and like the kind of freelance I do. And I know I just said our time is up, but um, yeah. it's that um that now like the projects you pursue on the side should be the ones that you want to spend your free time doing right like you like you can kind of, you can kind of be like choosy um and 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 then it's going to be so hard to like give that up you know um like <laughs> like like just your choosy projects is that's what keeps you excited and invested and just whatever you care about because that's your you know the the problem with i think most like web developers is that like our hobby is our job and so our work-life balances aren't always all that but um at least like you know the stuff you take home can like not leave you like wanting to claw out your eyes (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah because like like you said, we're like balance my freelance. I I pretty much work sixteen hours a day, even and most of the stuff is not even for me. It's for my clients. And I, I remember one time I, I did like three like portfolio type sites in a row, and I was like, okay, I'm done with these type of sites. Like <laughs> I don't want to build another one. And then the, another one came in. Let uh, me just uh, you know bite down and just get through this as soon as quickly as possible. And, you know, it happens in in freelance. But now, like you said, I, I am a little cheesy. I'm doing like the guy I talked to earlier today. You know, he's pretty much interviewing for my time now. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey. It's, it's such like a, you're right, it's such a big pivot. And then like the, the other thing is that, you know, there's a certain amount of, um, even if it's kind of meaningless, you know, and I think maybe like our, especially our really talented freelance friends like in the area right. um would would you know know better but i hate to say it there's some value to saying it's like yo man i'm a 
I'm a developer at XYZ University, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I do this on the side and I'm like happy to help out or, you know, there, there's a little bit of weight to being associated with like an EDU and, um, and it's cool. And, and, it, and all it does is just like, you know, like take advantage of, of that. No, I, I think, like I said, like our, our friends who know better might be like, well, you, know, like you guys are operating on like old technology and <laughs> you know, whatever. And maybe you're not the like, best. What? I use WordPress. Yeah, it's, like WordPress. it's like, yeah, but is your, is your WordPress on node? I don't think so. <laughs> hey, if I let the students run with it, it would be. <laughs> Dude. And like, then like someone's going to be like, you know what? Like I'm going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to close down the WordPress node library and then everything crashes. <laughs> That would, I like Node, but screw Node, too. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Take it easy. Thank you so much for uh, joining me, um, and good luck. I'm super excited to hear about uh, like what you'll be doing in months to come. When you want the taste of a truly great beer. Do you need your web design news right now in 10 minutes or less? Well, it's just your luck that soon I, Michael Schofield, am starting a new podcast, W3 Radio, bite-sized, best of the World Wide Web. You'll soon be able to tune in to W3 Radio on your podcatcher of choice and real soon at W3Radio.com. Um,